welcome to another edition of Convention Confessional. I am your host, Katie Hunt, and each week we bring you some amazing convention stories and experiences and choices. Um, And I say choices boldly because some of them are definitely, definitely a choice. Um, (laughs) uh, With me today, I have my very good friend, Doug Wilder. Hi, Doug. Hi, Katie. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm yeah. looking forward to sharing some stories. I'm so excited. I love all of my friends. And like I said, for the most part, I'm with a lot of you a lot of the time at conventions. But I mean, people like yourself go to so many conventions that are different from our normal. It's like, I can only imagine what you are bringing to the table today. <laughs> it's very exciting. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I realized that my... My oldest convention uh, badge is going to turn 20 years old this year. <laughs> no, Doug, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> my oldest con badge is almost old enough to drink. God. <laughs> uh, well, it's okay. I, I think Pat's probably oldest badge is old enough to, like, start a 401k and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> rent a car. Rent a car, definitely, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, like I said, the floor is yours, sir. I mean, wherever you'd like to start this wonderful journey with us. So you mentioned decisions. So I think I'm going to go with one kind of big decision for me. Okay. uh, That kind of shaped a lot of my convention stuff going forward um, and has definitely led to the share of many of my stories, but a lot of also really good things in my life. Okay. Okay. So... We're set the stage a little bit. It's 2002, mm-hmm. Otakon 2002. It is the second anime convention I've ever gone to, my second Otakon. And I see the flyer in one of those areas where they kind of dump all the flyers and everything that always kind of happens at cons. Mm-hmm. And I, it's for Anime Boston 2003. Oh. I'm I, like, oh, I haven't heard of that, but, you know, I'm going to be going to starting uh, school in Massachusetts uh, and everything like that, I'll, I'm, I'm going to take this flyer and, you know, remind myself and maybe, you know, maybe while I'm in college, I can, you know, go through the weekend and stuff. Sure. See sure. what happens. Fast forward the beginning of college and everything. I helped start an anime club at my uh, college, meet some really good friends and get on a message board uh, from a bunch of people kind of all across the mainly the um, East Coast, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're all going to check out in. You know, we're going to check out in Boston. Let's let's all meet up here and stuff like that." So, I managed to set up like meet a friend and you know get a uh, roommate together and stuff. We ended up this this was when you know the anime Boston was still at the Park Plaza. It was the first the first year, um, and my friend and I from the boards. <laughs> Our hotel room's over by the airport. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, <laughs> because it's what we could get. And, like, I mean, I hadn't really lived in the Boston area. I grew up in New Hampshire. But I was like, oh, okay, it's it's on the tee. It's fine. It wasn't fine. Uh, but, it, you know, it worked for what we needed to do. But so I, I was like, okay, cool. Anime Boston, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's my first convention that's not Otakon. So I was, like, about partway through the second days when... Anime Boston infamously broke because they said when they started planning, they said, "Okay, you know, worst case, a thousand people show up, and then fifteen hundred pre-reged." 
Mm-hmm. And then, like the the fire mar- on Saturday, the fire marshal has to tell them that you got to close registration, no new registrations, because you're at capacity of this venue, which is like four thousand. And they were at the park plaza then, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. For two thousand three and two thousand four. Yep. Um, and so I'm seeing that it's kind of busy, and I'm like, you know what? I want to try something different. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer. I'm gonna help out. You know, see what's it's like. You know, just volunteering for a little bit. And so I go. Um, and talk to the kind of volunteer staff and the guy running volunteers, Billy is like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to have you. You know, it's like, you know, put me to work. I basically spent the next eight hours wrangling lines. <laughs> um, but I, it was a lot of fun. It was a really neat experience. Um, just really neat stuff. I, it's so much of that is a blur, but I do remember having a really good time. Yeah. And one thing that sticks out to me is, um, at the end of my shift, Billy was very emphatic of, you worked your eight hours, please take a t-shirt. You, you earned it. You know, this is what we said. Well, if you work at least eight hours, you'll get a mm-hmm. t-shirt. And there were smaller things like that. Not, and I was like, oh, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't need a t-shirt. It's like, no, really, please take it. Had I not, not realizing that the t-shirts had sold out, and these were, you know, going to be highly sought after items oh that's a collector's item yeah 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 and everything like that so i did that then sunday i just kind of did more of the the rest of the con um took the commuter rail out of boston to another friend from college who was home uh with her uh her family for easter and we would go back together uh you know back to campus that way because it was about you know other side of the state and everything like that. So it all worked out. It worked out really well. And my, um, but I didn't think much of it. Like, okay, cool. I had a good time. And then now we go back to Otakon in that summer. So when I was summer 2003 for Otakon. And I come across the Anime Boston uh, booth. Oh. And, and I see a gentleman sitting there. And I'm like, oh, Anime Boston. I had a really good time. I really enjoyed it. Um, and that person turned out to be Adam Ferraro, who was then the convention chair. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the co-founders of Anime Boston. And he swears he doesn't remember this, but I think he just wants to pretend. <laughs> but he actually, he's like, oh, what did you do? And everything like that. I'm like, well, I did this and this. You know, I checked out this stuff. But the uh, big thing I did was I volunteered on Saturday and had a really good time. And before I know it, he's standing up, reaching over the little table in the dealer's room of Otakon, shaking my hand, saying, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> the last minute volunteer saved us. For, like, you guys saved our, our, our ass. I was like, oh, oh, well, you know, thank you. Yeah, and you're welcome. <laughs> to which he said, you know, have you ever thought of joining staff, like full staff, not just volunteering? And my response was something akin to, not till this moment. <laughs> um, and he's like, you know, he's like, well, you know, you said you did line wrangling. And he's like, you're a, you know, a taller guy. You've got presence. Maybe you could, you know, maybe you can join security. But, you know, hop on the, fo- you know, hop online, join the forums and everything like that and apply and mention that you talked to the guy at the Anime Boston booth at Otakon and we'll go from there. And so I joined security staff for Anime Boston. <laughs> um, 
And since then, I have had worn many different hats on Anime Boston staff. That, that is very true, yes. Um, I was in just a kind of a general security person for uh, two years. Then I was the uh, security, headquart- uh, security headquarters manager, um, assistant security manager, security uh, manager. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I got out of security for, uh, even though like I had a really good time, it just, I, I was trying to find a little bit more to do. Um, the best way I could describe it is because I had become kind of a manager. I was very chained to the security headquarters room. I Yes, I couldn't... visit you often there. Uh, and I couldn't, yeah, and it, it's like, it was a good place to find me, but I'm, I'm much more a person that likes to go put out fires. Yep. Like, give me something to go take care of. Right. Yeah. And when, when you're managing people, you can't be the one to go do that. Right. Um, but, um, I talked with Mary Kaplan, who is the director of operations and my big sister on, uh, staff, like she's also, you know, she's the one who's like found out I liked anime and everything like that. And also found out I like college hockey and her response was, dude, we got to get you to a UMass Lowell game. And that's where that uh, that trend started. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so but like, well, we we need someone to be uh, at the time. The title was facilities liaison, which was basically the person that was the sole point of contact between the convention and the hotel and the convention center contacts. So sure. that way, you don't have twenty people trying to talk to twenty other people. That sort of thing, right? Um, just kind of streamline communication. And so I did that for a couple of years and I, I learned a lot and it was, and I got to the point that I was, you know, visiting the Heinz maybe once every six months, like drop off a deposit check or things like that. And it reached the point where it didn't feel weird being in the Heinz when it was empty and there was no convention, yeah. which if anime Boston's the only time you're there, thinking of that place empty is super weird well like i said like the emptiest i've ever seen the Heinz convention center was probably anime boston 2005 <laughs> and that still wasn't that empty but that was probably the emptiest i've ever been in that building yeah so Except now but, you know when we do our staff stuff obviously yeah um and so that's you know i, I did that for a couple of years i they changed the title to kind of facilities manager just kind of make it a little clearer and stuff like that and kind of unofficially say, you know, make it a little clear that this person has a little bit more authority, things like that. And then we kind of realized that a lot of the work I was doing as facilities manager was basically a assistant uh, worth being kind of an assistant director of operations. So I got bumped up to that position again (laughs) so i just i keep letting them give me a management for some reason but it was it was nice because i wasn't the only assistant manager um there was you know another person working there so we could kind of split duties as well as kind of take things off of the director of operations uh plate just be like oh you know hey we got this you go worry about the this bigger thing and everything like that right Um, which uh, if you're a con staffer, delegate, 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 if, especially as you get higher up. 100%. Uh, and I think this is where a lot of conventions fall into the trap. Right. Uh, they have one person that they're, it's, they're in charge of everything. Yep. And they get, they get spread too thin. Yep. Um, so I did that. Um, and then it, it was just my real world job was getting too busy. 
I started having other things in my life going on, like a relationship that formed because I met somebody on Anime Boston staff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and things like that. Um, and so I said, okay, I can't, I can't do this full, you know, as much anymore. And I stepped back. And so Anime Boston 2019, which feels like an eon ago now. Yeah, last decade. <laughs> um, I was just kind of a press liaison because I've also covered conventions for Patrick's website and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I know how to handle being press. And it was an okay position, um, but it just kind of wasn't what I was looking to do. Right. Um, and so if there is, you know, whenever Anime Boston 22 uh, comes up, knock on wood, um, and I will be kind of the featured panelist coordinator because I like seeing what other people do for panels and finding that good content and stuff like that. So yeah, that's yeah. that's where I am currently. And that's, <laughs> so that's the world the world of the story is basically if somebody hands you an orange vest and asks you to volunteer, pretty soon you could almost be running a convention within a decade. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, it wasn't that was even before the vest. Like I only had a. I only had a badge and it was, you know, not even a fully laminated. It was like one of those plastic sleeves you lift up right. and you shove the paper in and it has kind of a safety pin attached to it. <laughs> yep. Um, I still have that along with my, my, my actual convention badge. It's funny. We have, um, very, uh, we have very similar, like working at a convention that we worked at forever stories. Uh, mine involves AAC where I had been asked by my friends to, just come up and help for the weekend. I wasn't on staff at all when I walked into the building. I was just there to kind of be there. Um, and then somehow I ended up getting stuck at a table in the vendor's room to watch merchandise for somebody because they were, I mean, again, brand new convention, short staffed, same situation, basically. And next thing I know, uh, one of the staff members is throwing a staff badge at me and they're going, congrats, you're on staff and walked away. <laughs> sometimes it's like maybe i need to learn how to say no yeah, right. to, 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 to nice people uh, like, well <laughs> I, I will say one of the one of the nicest things for anime boston and this maybe this is a little too uh inside knowledge but they have made a point of like they kind of mark you know how many years people have been on staff that you know things like that mm-hmm um, they, they recognize, you know, five, 10, 15 years on staff and things like that. And for those of us that were only volunteers in 2003, but have joined staff since, there was pretty much immediate, you know, unanimous decision of no, that counts as staffing because you've, you put in the work. 2003 was so crazy. If you, if you volunteered in 2003 you've, and you've been with us that long, that counts as your first year, as a year on staff. That's not That's just nice. volunteering. So, you know, it's it, it's you know they didn't have to do it, and but it 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 really does mean a lot. And it's like it's not like oh I'm better than anybody else. It's right. Just, it's just it reminds me of why this. It's a little badge of honor. It's something you take pride in. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's really just a reminder of the convention staff family and. Yeah, Anime Boston in particular just has that really um, good grip, you know, on, you know, it is a family. I mean, when Thursday rolls around and all of us are loading in, 
so many of us comment that this feels like family reunion. Yeah. When when some of our staffers have had bad things happen to them, you know, for whatever reason, everyone's kind of come together to support each other. Um, I can think of a certain event in particular that we don't have to bring up. <laughs> um. Yeah. When I when I had to go to the hospital a couple of, uh, years ago. Yep. It was. Yep. It, it was the uh, anime Boston people that were first in line to really, you know, check in on me and stuff like that, and give me a Gundam bottle kit to <laughs> pass the time while I recovered and things like that. Exactly. But yeah. So. No. I'm very. I mean, I, I get it. Like, I've only been on staff for a couple of years. I mean, I've been going to the convention since 2004 um, as a as an attendee. Um, but the last couple of years that I've been on staff, like, I get it. Like, they took me right in as family, like, immediately. And I, I understand 100% what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's nice. So just kind of some of my more amusing stories, though, on staff is we de- we definitely have our, our, <laughs> our stories. Um, I always talk about, you know, I got some of the most ridiculous questions when I was um, manager for security because they would people would find the contact form and they're like, oh, I want to ask security a question about this prop that even though they say they can't pre-approve it, I'm going to start with, I know you can't pre-approve this prop, but what about... <laughs> and it's like, well, you just answered your own question by saying it. But I mean, and some people were like, okay, you know, asking... Before I put all this time and effort into creating this thing, would this even be worth my time? Sure, sure. Because you know, you know, both in kind of Massachusetts, Boston, and the high, the Massachusetts Convention Center Authority, all kind of gave us some really strict guidelines for props, and it's you know, it's a protection thing. Yeah. And but they, you know. So people, you know, it would really suck to be saying, oh, I spent, you know, 20 weeks of my life creating this awesome, super accurate prop that looks, you know, exactly like it did in the anime, does all the things it does, and then get turned to, you know, be told by security that it has to leave the convention center or, you know, we have to confiscate it. That that really sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean... There was a lot of times where it was like, if you read the FAQ that you mentioned that you did, you would have found your answer. Um, Some of my favorites were stuff like, oh, I want to bring a real chainsaw, but it's okay if I take off the chain and leave the blade, right? No! (laughs) There's still a blade there! (laughs) Like, I I understand the chain... Out of the word chainsaw, Chain is not the concerning part. Right, right. There's two words. <laughs> yes, yeah. two words. Um, just like, uh, I mean, and like we've we've had to deal with, you know, some people that bring just gigantic costumes that they've been to Anime Boston before. They know what the hallways are like. I'm just like, I don't care. I'm gonna block traffic. And like, Rob, Rob isn't even the like. Rob, <laughs> See, our, our, thankfully, we have friends that are smart enough to, one, know when it's time to get out, you know, be done or move. Right, two, right, right. Two, if they're going to set up for, like, a photo shoot or something, they find a corner that's not blocking traffic. Also true. Yeah, which, like, that's the thing. I don't mind, 
I don't mind gigantic costumes. I think they're awesome. They look yep. cool. Yep. And especially when you've put in the effort. But when I'm just trying to get to a panel room or something else, or like I just want to look at the vendor, whatever the vendor in the dealer's room is selling, I don't need your gigantic wings blocking my vision or stabbing me in the eye. Or a Zoid. Remember the Zoid costume that had to live in uh, Masquerade HQ? Oh, I, absolutely, because we told him to come to the Mecha panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and take yeah. up the whole panel room. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, but I mean, yeah. again, like, they, they understood, yeah, this doesn't make sense to have it here all the time. Right. Um, but let's see. Um, I almost, I came within seconds of breaking up a proposal in the middle of the hallway. Um, because I was, you know, again, this is when I was still in security. So this is years back. I just hear all this yelling and it's like, well, you know, anime Boston security managers wear the red shirts to just kind of distinguish from the regular security mm-hmm. staffers. Um, and I'm just, just like, oh crap, I'm the only red shirt here. What, what the hell, what the hell's going on? It's just like, and I see this guy, like he's parted the sea of people in the hallway, you know, pontificating about something da 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 like then there's like this girl like standing in kind of the middle of the and all of a sudden it's like and i'm like i don't even know what he's saying i'm just like you're being loud and obnoxious and blocking traffic you need to go away <laughs> and then like and just like as i'm about to like step in the circle saying all right move on i see him pull the little velvet box out of his pocket and i'm like I'm a go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. Like, nope. Yep. So I, thankfully I didn't do it. Cause I would have felt like the, the biggest asshole in the world, <laughs> but I came very narrowly close. You're just like, uh, Oh, I dropped this penny. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, away. Yep. Um, <laughs> we, we had one incident, like one of our more infinitous ones is, there was the infamous plushy girl, which sounds way naughtier than it actually was as I say it out loud. Um, but this, um, we had a kid that got separated from their parent or guardian. I'm not quite sure the relationship. Um, but like, and this, this parent just like was not paying attention and just like, like sending, letting the kid wander off and be like, oh, then just come back here. But then the kid like got distracted, or you know, someone in, like had, you know got really worried, and of course, our security staff, being responsible uh, people, said, "Hey, there's a small child who looks very overwhelmed, with no guardian or parent in sight. This is a problem." <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and like we actually had, so we actually had to deal with this incident twice. Like the first, like it was like okay. The, the parent came by and stuff like that. The second time we find the reason we found this little kid was the kid wanted to get into the plushie making panel. Um, and was one, you know, one, it was full reached capacity because like they had a limit on supplies and everything like that Two, Again, small child unattended, in a panel a workshop that has, you know, needles and stabby things. Sure. Not, not a good combination. So it goes in and this girl is distraught, like so upset. Like all we, all we get for, for like screen our screams and stuff like that. I want to make a plushie. 
I want to make a play. And just like, there is no consoling her. Like, and then we are doing this with it in the security office. And it's just like, we, we got to find this woman and everything like that. And just like, it's, it, I like, I, I have to think like, man, maybe my memory is clouded, but this, I have to think this went on for at least an hour. Oh God. <laughs> and like, there's there's mixed messages about some of the events. Some people say that she saw all the confiscated weapons in the security thing and changed her tune to "I want a plushie or a weapon," which <laughs> I yeah, it's just because it was you know bright shiny things there. So she woke up and chose violence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like and like. I was only, I was on kind of the sidelines, like being on, you know, like, okay, the other, other people in security management are taking care of this. I'm taking care of all the other security things that come up while this is going on. So they can focus on that. You know, I'm not, I'm not on the front lines. I'm just next to it. Right. (laughs) And like, one of the things that I will always remember about this, very exhausting incident is at one point just to try all right i have nothing else to do but i need to stay in this room in case another security thing comes up um so i'm gonna read some of the manga i got in the dealer's room early in the day just as a distraction so i'm still here paying attention you know available for everything sure sure but i need to read some manga to the ease my mind i started reading psychano (laughs) which is one of the most dep- depressing uh, <laughs> manga series you will ever read, and that felt le- that felt more wholesome than this poor this poor distraught child. So, oh my god! <laughs> um, and yeah, to this day, there's still like if you hear if you say plushy girl to certain anime Boston staffers that were there, like there's that sigh and the. Ugh, yeah, an instant birth control is what it is. Yeah, like uh, honest to God, I hear children screeching at the top of their lungs, and I'm like, ah, another year. Yeah, <laughs> and there was just, and like we we did it. She, I mean, it does have a happy-ish ending. Oh, um, that you know, finally found the parent guardian, whatever again, and you know, got taken away, and then again, uh, this is another part of the. Um, thing I was in, but apparently there was another incident with this woman just being completely obnoxious and not helpful to the staff. Like, I think finally, like, and like the kid was just running around, like, in the dance or something close to that. I mean, the parent was nearby, but finally, as I remember, and again, I wasn't there, so I might be taking someone else's story. Um, the other security manager at that point, uh, said, you know what? You're you're gone. You know you've been basically ruining our you know taking up our resources as security staffers for th- you know basically all day. Right. You know. Thank you. Goodbye. And she threw her badge at <laughs> at the other manager. <laughs> so you know. Oh, I mean, and legend has it, it her child still yelling about plushies to this day. Oh. oh. But it, uh, that was you know. But, um, you know, but again, like, I've spent a lot of things like that and learned and stuff like that. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, like, if you get 
there's a lot of roles on staff that you can take. Like, even if it's, you know, a non-paid position, because, you know, even st- there's a difference between staff and volunteers. Staff are still volunteers. They just get a few more perks and a bit more responsibility, uh, more responsibility. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of skills that you do kind of learn and everything like that. Oh yeah. So yeah, just because I mean, you don't have a fancy staff badge doesn't mean there's some stuff you can do for the convention or do at the convention. And I mean, there's panels, there's the volunteering. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I think, you know, one of the lessons really from, I, I try and tell people is if, conventions are starting to get stale for you you might like look at staffing some of them because they don't give you a new perspective things to try yeah and stuff like that and maybe i'm a little bit on my soapbox here i i always get nervous when i see people only staff conventions and kind of can't go back to being being just a regular attendee i mean there are definitely some things i see at a convention where I'm just a regular attendee or, or press, which is kind of a gray area of how much of an attendee are you? Mm-hmm. Um, where I just, I have to kind of turn off my staffer brain from like, Oh my God, this would drives me crazy. This would never happen at my, the convention I work for, for why are, right. why are they doing this? Why are you so bad at this? <laughs> and things right. like that. Like, um, but I th- so I think there is a good balance because if you stay connected to the attendee experience, you can look for things to bring in that can improve the how you work as a staff member. Absolutely. Yeah, like experiences at other places too. Like you can kind of take those experiences and bring them back and just be like, let's not ever be like this. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> Don't I mean... do this. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know I, I know staffers that have, you know, that have like worked say security or something like that, and like found like well they're not che- I I know that they're not checking badges like we do, so I can just walk into this convention and it's just like, uh, maybe don't do that because that sets a bad example. Very bad. But the fact that you're aware of it and notice that they don't do it and we do do things like that that's a good habit to remember. It's like that good idea, bad idea. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh man, the board we'd make of those. Oh jeez. <laughs> um. So I mean, I've there there are so many like little things even now. Like I put together a Google Doc for this <laughs> recordings of some of the things, and even now as I'm thinking about it, I think of some of the th- little things, other just stories that have come up and adventures I've had, like running out in the middle of the, you know, Thursday to, to buy a big bulk printer from Micro Center and shoving it in the back of my car so we can <laughs> make sure that we have things like that. Um, uh, handling some of the, when I was facilities manager, like, okay, we got to make this check-in experience basically flawless. We've got these big names coming from Japan and stuff like these are very important people. Oh, wait, I'm the point of contact with the hotel. So they're handing me the their key cards directly for me to hand off to the guest relations staff. Uh, <laughs> things like that. Uh, Who's in charge? Oh, God, I'm in charge. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you realize you're, you're looking for the adult supervision and you realize you <laughs> I can't. need an adult. I am the adult. I need a different adult. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Yep, been there. <laughs> um, and, like, I mean, I've... 
I've had days where I've started, you know, my day has started at 7 a.m. And my day has ended at 3 (laughs) a.m. And this is, again, why the delegation and, you know, people that can help out was good. But, uh, yeah, there were a couple years I was basically the person opening and closing the convention as facilities manager. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Good days. <laughs> I, 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 I miss being. I miss being able to do that. I don't miss doing that. <laughs> right. It's like these are things. Like when you're younger, and I can say that because we're not like old by any means. But like when you're younger and you're doing that, it's like, oh, whatever. Like I'm like you know twenty something years old. But now that we're like mid thirties ish, it's like, nah. I want to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The 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 five two one rule becomes more and more yeah. important. But five hours of sleep, two meals a day, two real meals a day, real, yeah, and and um one one shower or bath a day. Yep, like I I need that now. Yep, yep, same, same. Well, Doug, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I love a little insider look. It's it's honestly, I I feel all of that being on so many convention staffs throughout the years. And now we get to be on staff together at the same con, which is wicked exciting. Oh, I know. Not that we ever see each other, but it's exciting. (laughs) Someday someday we will see each other in person and also in person at Anime Boston. Like, we'll both be wearing our staff shirts and stuff like that. Doug, don't you get my hopes up. Uh, (laughs) Don't you? it It has to happen someday. I think I barely see you at Dead Dog, let alone at the oh. convention. <laughs> I, oh man, that oh that that is one of the weirdest experiences of staff, and I I know I'm trailing on now, but like there 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 are points where you you see someone like at the staff all hands meeting on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and, and it's like someone prominent or something that has a serious role, so it's not like they're working a completely different part of the convention. But the, you realize, wait a minute, I saw you Thursday night, and I haven't seen you again since till Sunday, the dead dog party. Right, right. And, and it's just like, I, wait, how did this happen? Like, I, <laughs> I, I should have seen you like 20 million times. <laughs> exactly. And like, and like, or, or, or the people that you just, you, you're running to go take care of something, they're running to take care of something, and you're passing each other in the hallway, like, especially like if you know the secret hallways and stuff like that. And like you're both too busy to stop and chat, but you have enough time to just give each other that knowing look of like, yes. <laughs> it's, it's you know because I'm a Star Wars fan, I will always you know go back to one of my favorite lines from Return of the Jedi. How are we doing? Same as always. That bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there's those people that you just walk by on staff that you're they're your friends, and you just sh- you just share a look, it's and true. that's exactly what that conversation is. It's true. <laughs> Oh God! Well, Doug, is there anything you'd like to promote? Anything, uh, anything near and dear to your heart? Um, we will be doing some more episodes for the Anime Cons TV podcast, which I'm one of the hosts for. Um, it's been a little hard to get content when there hasn't been conventions, um, but we are going to try and get some more stuff soon. I'm hoping to talk to a couple groups of people very soon about neat things. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter. I'm just at Nigoki. I often just share Gundam news or random Gundam stuff or the Gundams I'm currently building, things like that. Uh, Occasionally, I'll write an article for Gunpla 101. 
Com, which is a fun website. Uh, it's a great resource if you're just learning how to get uh, into building uh, Gundam model kits, or if you just want to learn some new skills to improve what you already do. So th- those are two places I'll promote. Awesome, and I will make sure that I promote them as well. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like it, make sure you like and subscribe and share with your friends. And uh, Doug, I will be definitely talking to you again soon. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye.